Welcome back. My name is Samuel Reyes, and I run Comic Makers Club uh, over at Comic Makers Club. Uh, the web Welcome back. My name is Samuel Reyes. I run the website ComicMakers.club, which we use to help guide people w to develop their foundational drawing knowledge. Today, I want to talk about a little bit my about my journey as an artist. So, in previous podcasts. I've mentioned how I injured my uh, hand, specifically my right hand. My left hand healed a lot faster, but my right hand in a martial arts accident where I punched something wrong. And that, that was a few years ago now, and I'm still having issues with my right hand recovering. I can draw with it for very long periods of ta time now, but it hurts, and I still find myself drawing through pain sometimes. But I, I am glad also that I went through the journey of developing the ability to use my left hand. I still struggle there um, for whatever reason with wanting to, especially as my right hand gets better. It makes it hard to want to draw with the left hand. So I've got to make myself draw with the left and it, you know, it ends up being just fine of an experience. It's just that initial, come on self, use your left hand, you know it's going to be fine, you'll draw fine with your left hand. It's like, all right, I'll use my left hand, and it ends up being okay. But uh, part of my journey is, you know, I remember being a kid and loving to draw, but I didn't love it in the way that I thought that, you know, I want to grow up and be an artist. I just, it was something I did, something I enjoyed. My My first thought that I might be an artist is when I had to be about, seven or eight and my dad handed me a five dollar bill and he took me to the comic book store in town they had a bunch of boxes that were labeled old comics uh four comics for a dollar and so i ended up <clears throat> sorry you know tax i wasn't going to get like a full four comics for each of my five dollars so i think i walked came home with like 15 comics because uh, I had to pay for tax but still you know 4 times 5 is 20 uh, so 15 is a good amount and I, I looked at those things over and over and over again at the time I had just selected the comics entirely based on their covers um, but there was a, a few in there that I had managed to get and I just loved those things I I still have a few of them. And from time to time, I would be looking through them and just would wonder, can I do this too? Now, I still work today as a software engineer. I, I haven't quite broken free of that as the time, uh, as a, the time of creating this uh, podcast episode. But what has changed since last time, uh, I was talking about the business I was running this time is I am actively working on a comic book now. My, my brother and I started working on one. I'm doing the story and the um, the penciling, and then he's doing the majority of the the inking on the comic. We're going to do a black and white book, so there there won't be any color aside from like uh, the cover for the book and maybe some of the advertising art. But. I remember having those feelings and 
I, I would push them back. It's like, no, it, I, I'm not, I'll never be that good enough. Then several years later, I, I had to be like, I don't know, like 11. Uh, I remember I was watching one of my cousins draw and he had a copy of Todd McFarlane's Spawn. I don't think it was episode or issue one, but he was just copying the cover. You know how a lot of people, when they're learning to draw, they will put a piece of paper, just a piece of print paper on the table. They'll put what they want and then they try to copy it exactly as they see it. He was doing that and I watched him and, you know, I don't even think he does any drawing now. But for me, that that was a significant moment that sparked a fire inside of me. And little by little, I started getting better. A few years later, at 16, uh, was I 16? Maybe I was 17. Somewhere in that, <laughs> that later teen year, uh, a friend of mine and I decided we wanted to take a summer and see if we could do a monthly comic book. Uh, every month for I think it was like four or five months and <clears throat> I believe that I was able to finish like four of the months at like 27 pages a piece and I remember it was challenging uh, I would put in like three to four hours a day trying to get that the art is horrible for them i look back on them and i was like wow but for the first issues especially i challenged myself to use a ballpoint pen and not allow myself to erase um i don't necessarily recommend that for people but at the time i thought it was a great idea what i did get from is it was it slowed me down it made me think more about what i was drawing because, you know, I couldn't get rid of the lines once it was there. So the first issue, the artwork was just atrocious. Uh, and little by little, the quality of the art would go up. And ju in just the course of one summer. And so one of my favorite things to do even now is look at the first issue and just kind of go through them. I don't necessarily read them because I know the storyline in my head. But I look at the art and how it just gradually gets better and gradually gets better and gradually gets better. And unfortunately, I stopped drawing for a little while after that. Um, I, I went to be a missionary for my church and did some other things. And uh, thought, there, I still struggled with the, the doubt. There's no money in art. I don't want to do the whole struggling artist thing. So I, I tried to get a career in <clears throat> information technology. I got my A-plus certification and tried to become a comp uh, computer tech. Did that for about a year and was like, no, I'm going back to school. <laughs> so I went back to school for illustration. Uh, and about halfway through that, I, I hated the classes. They were all like three hour long critiques and I wanted to learn hands on. So I switched my painting to major half, uh, my, my major to painting halfway through and um, finally got all the hands on time that I wanted and left college still not feeling good enough. And so I went back to the tech world and have been in the tech world ever since. But I haven't stopped doing art uh, the majority of the time. Like the first year after college, I didn't want to touch it at all. I was so burnt out from my illustration courses making me largely hate my art. Just the whole process and everything. Uh, talking about the only way to success as an artist 
is freelancing for others or working for an in-house studios. You, you learn how close-minded people are only because they don't know what else is out there. They think that the way that they know is the only way. And so that led me to do software development, which I, I have been doing on several years now. My wife and I have been married for... We just passed our ninth anniversary a few days ago uh, at the time of this recording. And so I... Um, have been doing software development professionally for the majority of our marriage now. And I don't hate it, but I'm ready to get back to my art. That fire is burning so strong within me now that it's all I want to do. Like, I, I don't want to write code professionally. I don't mind doing it as a hobby. I still enjoy tinkering, but I want to draw. I want to draw all the time. And so I had the thought, you know, I'm not the only person struggling with this feeling. But I know more about drawing than quite a few people. I have to be able to help other people in the same situation I am, at least get closer to the skill level that I'm at, because I feel like I could go professionally if I simply found the right way to set myself up, like to develop an audience and uh, was able to finish my comic and get it out. But you know, becoming a professional comic artist takes time. It takes a long time because you've got to release book after book after book after book. And that's part of where the idea for helping people came from. It's like, well, there's money to be made in teaching. But at the same time, so many people don't have the money to, um, to buy courses or... They, they don't want to buy the course because they feel like they aren't good enough to buy the course yet. Like they, You don't know how many people have told me, you might if you're also someone who loves to draw, uh, how many people have said, I can't even draw a stick figure. That's like the number one thing people tell me. They're like, I'd love to draw, but I can't even draw a stick figure. And so I've had the thought, what if I can help people get past that point? What, what if I get them to the point where they can draw a stick figure? And so that's kind of got me, got me going on this new idea of mine. <clears throat> Maybe the right way to success and building an audience for me is not by releasing comic book after comic book and taking years to do that. Maybe it's in helping people over that initial hump of learning to draw, helping them get some solid foundational knowledge without overwhelming them with technical talk because I feel like that's the other thing people want they just want to learn how to draw something that's in their head they don't want to be like overwhelmed with technical talk on the principles of art and the elements of art and all all this other stuff they just want someone to show them what they need them to know to draw the things that they see in their head as like I can do that I don't need to tell tell people about all this other stuff my my way of drawing is I try to simplify everything down as basic as I can uh, I heard, heard a quote once uh, when I was a missionary. I think it was in, I believe it was in the training book that we had. Uh, it, religion, it's a religious comment, but it makes me think. They said that the, the most respected people in heaven will be the people who can take the most difficult concepts and break them down so simple enough that even like a six-year-old child can understand them. And so I've made that my goal for teaching. Uh, anything or even teaching myself so that that's going to be what I aim for 
is to be a teacher who can take art concepts, break them down into terms that are so simple we don't need the technical terms at that point, and teach people to draw. And then they'll have that foundational knowledge they can take and build off of and learn to draw whatever else they want. They'll be able to buy whatever courses they want, go take whatever classes they want, and they'll be able to walk in with some confidence that they aren't starting from absolute zero and they didn't have to spend anything to get that foundational knowledge. Everything from beyond that will be a choice that they make to spend uh, because they feel like I have, I have confidence, I have I can draw some things. Let's see where else I can go. So that's my goal for people. That's the mission and journey that I am on now as an artist and as an entrepreneur. So check out Comic Makers Club. Uh, that's comicmakers.club. And uh, keep an eye on us. See what we're, we're doing. I'll be setting up a Discord soon and probably a forum. Because, you know, if we're going to be a club, we need a place for club members to actually congregate. Uh, look forward to... Anyone who wants to join us becoming part of the community. Uh, talk to you next time.